Yo, what up, everyone? I'm the Soda Holic, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Talk. Um, today, we're going to be going back to our roots and talking about video games. Uh, as I'm recording this, um, you know, in June of 2022, um, Xbox hasn't done their big gaming event yet. Um, they're doing that in two weeks. Two weeks. I'll be working on the day they're having the um, the event, and I'm kind of upset about that um, because I'm going to be avoiding spoilers and stuff, which they always upload like immediately after they're announced. So like they'll announce a game, and then immediately on on Twitter they'll tweet out, "Check out this game," or on YouTube they'll be like, "Check this out." Um, and I want to do a watch along on Twitch. Um, so depending on the work. Um, if I can get out of work early enough, I can definitely, definitely, um, get, get that going, but, um, I get no promises. Um, so yeah, we're just going to be talking about, or at least I'm going to be talking about, uh, what I want to see out of the events, uh, what I'm excited for, um, the big eye catchers that I'm hoping for. Um, now usually, um, they do this every year, every summer. And it's always like the event that I'm looking forward to. Everyone has their thing that they look forward to. For some people, it's the Super Bowl or like the f the grand finale of a sports tournament. And that's all cool and dandy and cool for them. But for me, it was always this giant gaming convention at the end of the year where they announced all the big players. Um, and it's usually under the E3, E3 umbrella. Where's my water? So it's usually under the E3 umbrella, but E3 has been disbanded. Um, and I'm a little, um, I'm a little upset, ah, excuse me, but you know, E3 was this giant event that housed all the gaming platforms, Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, and also like, um, they held, uh, stage conferences for individual companies too, um, like Sega or, or, uh, EA, uh, Bethesda. So like there was there was an outlet for us fans of gaming to just go and watch the biggest reveals, um, and sometimes they'll miss the mark. I know I know Xbox <laughs> one year for E three got Usher to do a live performance for to promote Just Dance, um, and Usher, great musician, cool songs that are super fun to like dance to, but wrong crowd wrong crowd like it, the energy was weird coming from the crowd um so e3 isn't without its awkward moments there's always going to be awkward moments in these and these type of things um but i was always a giant fan of them and i've always wanted to go to one um but e3's disbanded this year um but thank thankfully xbox is holding its own thing nintendo is holding their own thing uh, I believe Ubisoft is holding their own thing. Uh, the only people who aren't showing anything is PlayStation. Um, they started, uh, these companies started doing their own thing once COVID hit because we weren't able to get together. So E3 took a pause for COVID. I believe they took a pause last year. Uh, but even though they took a pause, E3 did, the gaming companies just did their own thing. And they've, I guess they just liked that way better. So instead of going to an event for E3, they're just holding their own stuff, um, which is fine, which is fine. Um, uh, so I still want to go to one of these conferences. I want to be a part of the crowd. Um, I want to experience the excitement of seeing a game that I love being announced or, um, or being disappointed. I want to be a part of that crowd. I want to be a part of that experience. Um, but that won't be for a very long time. <clears throat> excuse me um but as far as this year goes um you know last year and the year before that xbox's big presentation for upcoming games has been a little lackluster like really really lackluster um i can't even think of games they announced um 
they always announce these indie games or remasters and i know i know a lot of people love um you know these different type of genres of games so it's like i personally you know don't enjoy but at least other people are getting it but from the sounds of it a lot of uh, it's it's a, it's a fine line to walk um cuz a lot of people who are watching these these events um or at least the most vocal people watching these events are people who enjoy a very niche type of games. They like FPS games, battle royale games, and that's pretty much it. Um, but the people who are more low key, who are just as um, what's it called, we're just as uh, just as much of a gamer as someone who is super vocal. Uh, they might love these low low key games, these indie games. And don't get me wrong, there's been some indie games that I thought looked amazing. Um, but uh, these indie games can only carry you so much. And, you know, there's a big, there's always been, even since back when I was in high school, middle school, there's always been a giant debate between Xbox and PlayStation. Um, I'm an Xbox fan myself. Um, but that's just because uh, that's the game console that I had since I was a kid. You know, that was the game my family got. Um, so it's strictly based on, um, you know, I guess nostalgia, I guess. Um, and even though games are becoming multi-platform now where, um, or at least I should say cross-platform where people on PlayStation can play with people on Xbox, uh, I still prefer Xbox. I like the controller more. I like the design more. Um, but I will give PlayStation this Xbox for me only has Halo and Gears of War. Like those are their biggest flagship exclusives. Um, we also got Forza, Sea of Thieves, but I don't really care about those games, you know? Uh, so I only care about Halo and Gears. Uh, but the issue is, these are old franchises, and their current games, or at least their more recent games, have been letting me down just in one aspect or another. Um Mainly the campaigns. The campaigns are what's doing me in. And those are the main reason why I buy these games. Uh, but you look over at PlayStation. I don't really care for its multiplayer games. But you, you look at PlayStation and you see God of War. You see The Last of Us. You see Ratchet and Clank. You see Ghost of Tsushima. I don't really care about Spider-Man, but for some people, they, you know, that's that's their game. Um, I'm fine with the Arkham series. Uh but, you know, you, you look at PlayStation, and not only do they have an abundance of these single-player games, they're, they're vast. You have games for families, games for teenagers, and games for uh, adults. Ratchet and, Clank, Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, amazing adventure games, fucking Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War... Those games blow, blow the competition out of the water. And, you know, that's the thing. I, I like the competition. I like that PlayStation is upping the ante. Because the, the thing is, when, when one company is thriving, the other companies, they only have two responses. One is lay down and, you know just get out of the way or to rise to the challenge and come up with even better games. And that's what I'm expecting from Xbox. Now, Nintendo, Nintendo is an, is an interesting case because Nintendo is its own beast. You look at Nintendo and Nintendo is only first party games. Xbox, we need multi-platform games. We need it. We have nothing else. PlayStation, you have you have good single player games, but when it comes to multiplayer games, you also need those multi platform games. Nintendo, it's only first party. Super Mario, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, Samus, um, fucking Link, Kirby, Luigi. <laughs> they have nothing. They have they have nothing. A game is specifically designed for the Nintendo brand, and because it the Switch is it has motion and 
stuff. Like, they can come up with creative ways. So, Nintendo, they don't need anything else. They have family gaming on lockdown. Pokemon. How could I forget about Pokemon? That's like their 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 biggest flagship, flagship, flagship game. But you know, Xbox. I, again, I'm a big fan of Xbox, and um, I think they need to up the ante. Xbox owns like 13 different studios. Uh, their biggest acquisition has been. Uh, Bethesda? EA Bethesda? No, that doesn't sound right. Activision and Bethesda. That's what it was. Activision. Activision and Bethesda. Um, and that banner encompasses a lot of games that people absolutely adore. Having Xbox own Call of Duty right now, that's a that's a big power play. Um, you got people who love Overwatch. Wow. Um, and all the other games that Blizzard makes. Card games? I mean, they made some digital card games. Again, those aren't really my my game, my type of games, so um, I don't know too much about it. But, you know, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the biggest FPS game in all of gaming. As much as I love Halo, as much as I prefer Halo, you cannot deny the appeal of Call of Duty. And Warzone just upped the ante. Now there's a whole bunch of cheaters on there, but that's besides the point. So now that Xbox owns these companies, these brands, Rare, Bethesda, Activision, uh, Obsidian, and they, you know, these, these companies that Xbox is buying have made some bangers, some real bangers. My issue, though, is we haven't seen any of them make a standalone game. Make make a a a, a, a just a good first party game for Xbox. And maybe maybe Xbox is being smart and seeing that people only care about multiplayer games. Uh, but I I I love campaign games. I love campaign games, you know. Whenever, whenever Sony is promoting their brand, you don't, you don't see games. You don't, other than Fortnite, you don't see the characters displayed are multiplayer um, characters, right? They're not, they're not promoting just uh, fucking what Splitgate, a multiplayer only game. They're not promoting the Division, a multiplayer only game. They're promoting their campaign games that have a lot of impact. And, you know, excuse me. And uh, the other thing is not only just just step away from the competition of gaming, right? Step away from the argument of Xbox versus PlayStation. These PlayStation games aren't only just really good games, but they are phenomenal stories. The camera angles, the music, the voice acting, God's here. Between The Last of Us and God of War, just, oh my God. They're incredible. They're incredible. Say what you will about Last of Us Part 2 and the storyline that they decided to roll with. You cannot tell me that the actors did not give their all while doing the performance or, or that the animators didn't animate the fuck out of these fires or, you know, elements and they brought their A game. They brought their A game. These worlds seem so real, so fleshed out. And then, and then you look at Xbox, and you see that they cut corners. They cut corners. You know, I, I again, I can only speak on the realm of um, Gears of War and Halo. But you look at Halo, and you look at that campaign, and you see this open world map with Halo Infinite, and it's filled with nothing. You look at Gears of War and, you know, they they tone down the blood and gore and stuff, which is what the, the franchise was founded on. In Gears of War 2, released on the 360, if someone shotguns the upper torso, that's where that's where the body rips apart at. Right? You it rips apart at the 
place that you shot at. In Gears of War 5, the whole body just explodes for no reason. And then the body chunks on the floor will just like disappear and the blood will fade, fade away. It's like, why? I mean, we we have like advanced technology from, from back then compared to back then. And you're telling me we can't do split screen games? You're telling me we can't have more realistic physics or realistic, more realistic blood physics? Xbox, as much as I love Xbox, they're, they are they are stripping away the intensity of their games, and I find it so disheartening. And I, I'm going to keep comparing Xbox to PlayStation because, you know, Xbox is killing it on the Game Pass aspect. Um, you know, getting games to people. Free-to-play games are absolutely free-to-play. You don't need gold. Um, with Game Pass, you get access to 100-plus games. I know I've been saying that as a joke, but, like, if I was a kid back in the day, back when I was in high school, back when Blockbuster or Redbox was around, the only games that I could get were, were like, whatever was available. And sometimes those games were ass, right? Sometimes my games, the disc was broken. If I had access to these type of games when I was in school, when I was younger, oh, I would have had a time of my life. I wouldn't have felt so restricted. Because I, I only had Call of Duty and Halo and Gears of War. That was all I had. I had nothing else. Everything else was broken or boring. Especially if you like took a chance on a game on, on Redbox or Blockbuster. And then you had that bitch for like two weeks or three days or something. And like the game sucked. And you just felt like you wasted your money. With Game Pass, you have an abundance of games. Sure, not all of them are bangers. But there's a real good chunk of it. And there's a there's a lot of games that I don't actually play on Game Pass. Um, but that's because, again, I don't like a lot of games. So if there was a person who was who loved RPGs, who loved anime, who loved adventure, who loved MMOs, who loved all of these different types of games, they would absolutely thrive on the Game Pass store. So yeah, Xbox has that down. But we lack so hard on innovating and changing the game. PlayStation, they do what they want. They're pushing the envelope of what you can do. The, the, the things that they were able to show us and what we got to play through in The Last of Us Part Two shocked me. There are parts in the game... like Again, I didn't like the campaign all too much or the story that they decided to go with. But I tried to give it as much credit as I could. And I it blew me away in some areas. Some areas I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. They showed that? We're doing this? And again, that's the thing. They're, they're upping the ante. But with, with Xbox um, and their big E3 showcase, uh, I, I want them to bring their A game. I'm hoping that the reason why we've been in a drought of new announcements and games from Xbox is because they want to drop everything all at once. Not not release date, but announcements. Um, I just wish some of these games would actually arrive. Because sometimes Xbox will show these games and then we'll never talk about them ever again. The Last Night, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, uh, there was this dragon anime modern game that they canceled that they showed at E3 and a lot of people were excited for. So, the, the, I know making games can't be easy and completely stressful and all that. But, come on Xbox, come on. I'm rooting for you and you keep letting me down. So, uh, the last game to actually, the last mainstream game that I was thoroughly impressed with campaign wise was the 2019 Modern Warfare. Fuck, fuck Warzone. Don't really give a shit about that. 
uh, multiplayer is fun but filled with campers. That campaign, that campaign alone, worth the price of admission. That game was hardcore. One of the things that I loved about the old school Modern Warfare games um, was the spectacle. It was like a blockbuster movie. But, um, you know, there was one level in one of the one of the games, no Russian on Modern Warfare 2, that was just next level, like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? And that ever since then, I wanted that type of level or that type of theme in future Call of Duties, and they never did until Modern Warfare 2019. And it was like the the airport level, but the entire campaign. The entire campaign. It was super intense for no reason, and I absolutely loved it. So now that now that Warzone Modern Warfare has been out for a while, uh, I'm hoping they announce announce that at this, uh, this year's presentation conference. Um, and I'm hoping that they keep the intensity. I hope Xbox doesn't tell them to tone it down because that's what they did with Halo. The game used to be M-rated. They used to, you know, show blood and gore and try to try to do more stuff. And now 3 for 3 is around and Xbox and they've been tuning it down to rated T for teen and it fucking sucks. Um, but yeah, I want to see Modern Warfare. 2022 modern warfare 2 2022 <laughs> um i want that to be super intense i want them to announce another gears game um because we had gears 5 um and it's been a while been three four years since their last game and i'm not too impressed by the campaign that they the the campaign series that they have right now but it's it's un, it's not complete you know it's not completed, so I just wanted to get that out of the way, um, and I really do hope they they buckle down and made us a really good campaign. And I I am more than certain we'll just see more Halo Infinite stuff. Um, it's a live service, so I highly doubt they're going to announce any new Halo projects at right after the launch of their their most current Halo game. Especially since Halo Infinite right now is having some issues, I don't think announcing another halo project would yield great success because then a lot of fans are going to be like yo what the fuck you you're not even done with this game we just got this game or this game isn't even working properly so i highly doubt we'll see um a big halo announcement other than new cosmetics and stuff um beyond that i know we're gonna get a like an indie showcase um i was never a big fan of like the not uncharted that's not what i want to uh far cry i was never a big fan of far cry uh but they announced far cry in the years past it would be cool if they announced titanfall 3 uh scuba steve and i were talking about this uh a few days ago and we know it's a shot in the dark a lot of people are loving apex and that's fine uh, but i think it's about time we get um a next-gen console game. Oh, that's the other thing about um, that I want to see. And it might sound fucked up, but I think it's about time we let go of the Xbox One. I think it's about time. Uh, game development-wise. Um, and I know I know people are going to be like, oh, no, everyone can get a console. Yeah. <laughs> You know, PlayStation 2 stick along, stick around for like 10 more years. Here's the thing about that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about, you know, keeping the Xbox one or keeping the older generations around is that these, these games are suffering. If they made a game where the base minimum is what was, what current gen is, then all the features could be enhanced but you can't do that if we're piggybacking with the xbox one players you know for pc um you can say the same thing about pc but like with pc um they have mods and stuff and so that's a different realm or they have extra keys that's a different realm and with pcs you can just upgrade with with the xbox if we make a game and you try to cross-platform that with the Xbox One, you're just going to hold us back. And I, that's not what I want. When Halo, I'm going to use Halo Infinite as an example. You know, I understand a lot of people 
don't have the next gen consoles. But Halo Infinite is borderline unplayable on the Xbox One. It's horrible. It's awful. If you if you do um, graphics, because on the settings you can set what you want. If you if you prioritize graphics, that frame rate is gone to hell. It's ass. It's it's just unplayable. Performance, then you'll have smoother frame rate, but it's still not as not as good as if you're playing on the next gen console or PC. But with that being said, like, why even have that lesser experience? Because then, all the people who play on the Xbox One are gonna hate this game. They're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna be engraved in their head that this game is unplayable, or this game is not enhanced, or this game plays horribly. When in reality, the game plays amazingly. Having a smooth frame rate at the most enhanced graphics, new world, entirely new world. But we can't do that. Every single time. And if we do that every single time, if we always try to encompass the Xbox One, then, then again, the games are just going to be held back. I wanted Halo Infinite to have, like, a war-type big team battle. I wanted 64 V64, battle rifles, tanks, warhawks charging into battle. You know, there's a level in Halo Reach where um, the UNSC... So just charging straight at the Covenant with their Warhogs and their tanks and their Falcons. That's what I wanted for Halo. But we can't do that because, you know, they struggle. Xbox One struggles with just the base 8v8. We can't even handle custom games right now. Now, am I saying all the issues are to blame on the Xbox One? No, absolutely not. But to know that we could have more and we just don't because we have to wait um i think is a big disservice so um when the presentation comes this in two weeks on a sunday i i really 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 hope that they um that they just have the best that they have best foot forward I just I just want current gen and up. Now if they announce another Xbox, I'm gonna be a little upset. People have a hard time getting the Series X today. And you know, just to dabble back into that Xbox versus PlayStation debate. Excuse me. Wow. I have a lot of hiccups. Please excuse me. I do not like the PS5 design. I think it looks like ass. I think I think it, it if you have like abstract art in your house and you have a specific design okay sure but you know say what you will about the Xbox Series X and how it's just a box but this bitch fits anywhere it's a bit heavy but it's not like monstrous the the original Xbox One was super bulky, super flat, um, but you could put it anywhere. With and it had a weird like half design. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the Xbox One the way it looked. The Series X, you it's literally just a box. You just put it somewhere and you forget it's there. The PlayStation Five is humongous. Have you ever got? Have you guys ever seen those like those weird Sony like they they took apart the PS Five. But, like, they just put it on the table. That bitch is huge. Go go watch some review uh, review um, videos where people put the consoles, like, right next to each other. The PS5 is humongous. Eh, but that's just me. I think a lot of... I think... Uh, that's the beauty about it. People can like many different things. I just know if I had the PS5, not only would I have a hard time putting it because of the shape of the design, but also it would stick out like a sore thumb. I I, I like my space. Is it always the cleanest? No, not really. But I like my space. I think everything fits. 
there really isn't anything that like that that's like not in place, I should say. I don't know. I don't have ODST. <laughs> but you know, a lot of I will say a lot of people can't even get their hands on the PS5 or or the Xbox and uh you know, I understand. I understand that, but at the same time I, I think we we got to we got to we got to move on. We got to move on. I'm tired of holding our games back because we we got to hold hands. Um so yeah, that's just me. But again, I want Xbox to just to just focus on their campaign games. And I'm not talking about no fucking lucky tale. I'm not talking about Halo ODST 2. Right? I I as much as I love these franchises, I want some fucking great ass games with with campaigns and I I'm I'm jealous. I mean, I have a PlayStation, right? So whenever PlayStation launches this banger of a of a game, I can just buy it and play it. Yeah, no problem. But to to be left in the dirt to see these amazing games and then compare them with the Xbox, like yeah, we we really can't compare the two equally. Not really. It's funny. I have friends who who prefer the PlayStation. But like they never play PlayStation games. They're like, yeah, PlayStation is, is good. And then they'll play like Call of Duty. <laughs> you know? Or, or or like something else. If I was an advocate for PlayStation, I would <sighs> but you know, with Call of Duty, with Overwatch, with all these other games that are cross platform. Um, the cool thing is, if so, if one player is bragging on the PlayStation side and one person is bragging on the Xbox side, they can one v one v one each other. They can use their strengths. The only thing that's different is the input, right? But yeah, for this for this presentation, I really want Xbox to 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 succeed. And I think it's really telling because PlayStation hasn't had anything since the last E3, two two to three years ago. Um, and I believe they announced like Ghosted Tsushima, which ended up being an amazing game. I think it has the best swordplay ever. Um, but PlayStation is not has has not done a uh, a conference, and will not do a conference. They're they're not announcing anything this year. Which means all eyes are on Xbox, Nintendo, and Ubisoft, right? And the fact that Xbox... I mean, if they're not ready, then they're not ready. But like, if you're not utilizing this time, where the only people who are talking, or the only people who are watching, are watching only your shit, this is your time to show off the best of the best. The last story game that I think Xbox tried to push was this like Rise Roman game. I think the, it was called Rise, but it was this Roman revenge game. And people were like, yo, discount God of War, which they weren't entirely wrong. It looked it looked pretty, but like the gameplay wasn't anything to like to to ooh about. And I remember there was a lot of criticism criticism at first because um they made the combat more like a like just a I forget what it's called but like a button prompt you know quick time event type deal instead of like a a, a fluid combat system and the other thing is with Xbox is you know they have all these IPs uh these all these brands um, and don't get me wrong, I love Halo, love Gears of War, love Call of Duty, but they, they're they the same games. It's always Assassin's Creed, it's always Far Cry, it's always these games. But Xbox has an abundance 
an abundance of IPs that they are not using. Conquer, Banjo-Kazooie, Brute Force <laughs> from the OG Xbox. They have all these games that they could re revamp or just start anew. But they just don't. I know a lot of people were upset with how they treated uh, Banjo-Kazooie with Rare. And then one E3, they're like, from the from Rare, from the creators of these childhood beloved games. And everyone was freaking out like, oh, this is the next big thing. And it was, it was Sea of Thieves. It was like MMO. I'm tired of MMOs. I hate MMOs. I do. From Sea of Thieves to, to Elder Scrolls Online, fucking Fallout 76. I'm tired of these games. Destiny. I, I fucking hate Destiny. I don't like Destiny. I'm tired of these these games with lackluster campaigns where they just swap out the main character for for a voiceless vessel. It's just a waste of time. It's a huge waste of time. So, yeah. Uh, another thing that I want from Xbox is I think Xbox needs um, to get more diverse. Um, you know, PlayStation has The Forest, which, which is this crafting horror survival game. Um, I think Xbox would benefit to have that on their service. Um, I think Xbox needs more scary games. You know, PC is thriving with horror games. Uh, the infamous PT demo, which was the hottest or is still the hottest um, horror demo teaser that people got. And they canceled the game. And so there's just been this this wanton need for a psychological horror like that. And no one has been able to make something as close as as um, to it. So I think Xbox needs to make stronger story-driven IPs. I think they need to invest more into horror games. Um, and on both sides, I think they need more story, single-player horror games, but I also think they would benefit for multiplayer horror games. You look at you look at PC, you got Phasmophobia, you got fucking uh, Forewarned, you got all these other horror games that people could play together, but it also, it's still very limited. Like, when I say there's an abundance, there's really not that much. There's, like, a handful. There's, like, 20. Some of them are even... Some of them, are like, aren't even that good. But you look at you look at the console side of things, right? And we have nothing. PlayStation or Xbox, we have nothing. We have no multiplayer horror games. Other than, like, Dead by Daylight or... Um, Man of Medan... But even even in that, like Man of Medan, like they they kind of strip the player of a lot of functions uh, for the the story that they're doing, right? So I think Xbox needs, I think Xbox just needs to jump on these things that we're lacking in. I think we need more horror games, psychological games, both single player, multiplayer. But I also think Xbox needs to make more stealth, tactical shooter games. I've been loving these tactical shooters on my PC. Uh, Ready or not, um, zero hour, lots of fun. You look at you look at the console side. All we have is Rainbow Six, which is just a um, a PvP game. Unless you unless you consider um, Rainbow Six Extraction um, a campaign tactical shooter which i don't think counts because we we were able to party up with five people and they, they stripped it down to three so like you can't even play as with as many people as you wanted to um but yeah there there is no tactical shooters you, you i mean you have to go back to like fall um not fallout uh you have to go back to like tom clancy's new vegas released in like 2006 of the 360 if you want something close to that the, the console can handle advanced graphics. I've seen it. This console is amazing. The Series X and even the Series S. I'm actually 
Um, I was blown away at the Series S. Honestly, see, seeing the size of the Series S and knowing how how it can play games, shit, I was impressed. Just by the size alone. But anyways, you know, there's a huge lack in in tactical shooters for for consoles. A huge lack of multiplayer horror games on console. Um, one thing that I think Xbox did a lot better um, than most games, especially in the Gears of War franchise, is they did a really good job in the Gears of War franchise of having um, a really strong co-op experience. Right, you you play like Black Ops Three. The main character's name is Player One. And if you're playing with other friends, because the whole campaign's four player co op, you can play with three other friends. But when when your friends, when you're playing with your friends, player one is always yourself in that game, right? So, um, in Gears of War, player one is always the main character. Player two is always his best friend, and they made the best friend. They gave the best friend the care like character. Um, tragic backstory and they gave they gave all the characters in that game a, a a story so that when when gears of war 3 rolled around and player 3 was this character and player 4 was another character no one complained because everyone loved the character that they got and they didn't feel like they were just copy and paste of another person they felt attached to their character when i was growing up and playing gears of war um, my dad would always be player one or my brother would always be player one and i would always be player two and I just, I felt more connected to the story being Dominic, which was the name of the, the second player, right? I was more invested into his character when, when the story focused more on, on Dom versus the main character. And that's fine. Loved it. I felt attached because it wasn't a copy and paste. They gave my guy meaning. It wasn't just player one or this random uh, maker Right, you you see you see these MMOs or Destiny, and they'll have the main character be muteless. They don't speak ever, and it's your character creation, right? And they look super out of place. Tired of it. Tired of these MMOs. Tired of these fucking lackluster campaigns. And you can have here's the thing: you can have them. PlayStation has have has those same games. They have some free-to-play uh, multiplayer MMOs that I'm not a big fan of because I just don't like MMOs. But they have they PlayStation has these games, but they also have the more important games that pushes that envelope. Xbox has none of that. So my 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 want is I want stronger campaigns, but if if they're not going to deliver on that, they need to deliver on the side where console players are in need of. I want to play more scary games. I want to play more scary games with friends. I want to play tactical shooters. I want to play tactical shooters with friends. Problem: The problem with PC, a lot of people are like, oh, PC is the best. The problem with PC is everyone's PC is different. A game that can work for me won't work for another friend. And vice versa. And we end up not playing games because not everyone can run these games Xbox and Xbox can handle anything especially when these horror games that I'm thinking of that are already on PC so some of them have Xbox control like you plug in your Xbox controller into your PC the the game will recognize it like oh you got a gamepad all right well here's the controls so if they have controls I, I know it's not as simple I, I know that's not how ports work but I I still think it's I, th I still think it's doable. I still think it's very doable. <sighs> so yeah, if if anything, um, I think I love God of War. Um, and I think God of War is the best. Not the not the not the whole series. I'm talking about the 2018 2017 God of War for the PlayStation Four. I think that was the best that PlayStation has to offer. Um, you know, Last of Us, Last of Us 2. Last of Us thrives in story. 
right? You play the first Last of Us. Um, I'm not too thrilled about the gameplay, and that's probably because I suck. But if any, if there was ever a game that someone should experience, it's The Last of Us. Clear eyes, no prior knowledge. I'm jealous of you. Because then you get to experience The Last of Us all over again. Um, but again, I wasn't too big of a of a fan of the gameplay. Like, like the gunfights and stuff. I thought it was, yeah. Um, but still a lot of fun. Last of Us 2. Still wasn't the biggest fan of the gameplay. Um, and I didn't like the direction that the campaign went into. Doesn't mean that the people who worked on it doesn't deserve credit or hate. It just means I just didn't like that aspect. So that's why I say God of War is like the best of everything. I loved how intuitive and the flow of the combat. I love the story that they went with. And I loved the subtle the subtleness of these cutscenes and their focus on these characters. And like there are moments where the camera will just pan and it's just Kratos breathing. It's just the main character breathing. But you know that there's subtle nuances or meanings and little facial twitches that there's a reason why we are just watching Kratos breathe. Is he breathing because he's trying to calm down from anger? Is he filled with rage? Is he calming down for his boy? What's what's the importance of it? And I think I have a deep appreciation for game stories um, and the fact that Xbox doesn't have any of that. The last hat, like the last game that I think Xbox like fucking blew out of the water was Gears of War 2. And that was before I even had internet. Gears of War 2, the, the emotional roller coaster of that. Um, I, I think Gears of War 2 is a better game than Gears of War 3. Um, but that's just my opinion. But we haven't had we haven't had that level of emotional depth or 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 boundary pushing concepts since then. And it's such a shame. So for this for this upcoming conference, I hope Xbox really, really, really tightens up um, because there's there's a lot they can do. There's a lot they can do, um, and to imagine because again, I think Xbox has Game Pass. I think Game Pass is what makes um, Xbox. Well, okay, the Xbox is technically more powerful than the PS Five, uh, or at least the Series X in particular is more powerful than the ps5 i think xbox has more access to games than the ps5 i like the ui on the xbox more than the playstation because like the playstation like you can accidentally just delete a game it's so easy to delete a game i think the xbox dashboard uh, and again maybe this is just biased opinion maybe it's because i spent more time with it um but I, I think the Xbox uh, UI is better. I think the 360 was the best one out of all of them, but um, that's just me. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just, I think Xbox has the keys and, and the means to be the best of the best. But they just focus on the wrong areas. When the Xbox One was announced, they focused on TV and movie integration and music integration. Here's the here's the funny thing though. When the Xbox One released, when they first announced, and then they started focusing on how you can integrate um, TV, music, movies, all it's, it was an entertainment system more than a console. Everyone was like, yo, this this console's ass. The Xbox really dropped the ball. Here's the thing. A lot of people use it now. A lot of people use their Xbox for Hulu, Netflix, gaming, and movies and stuff. I sometimes I, I that's what I rent my movies from. It's from the Xbox. I tried looking at PlayStation to see if they have movies and stuff. They only had like subscription based stuff. They don't have, they don't have a movie tab anymore. I don't think. 
and they used to they PlayStation you, the store used to have a PlayStation <laughs> Two catalog, but it was buried beneath the another sub category. And then when I checked again, it's just gone. Ugh. I think I think both UIs have issues. Um, but again, Xbox focuses on the wrong thing. Um, they when they first announced the Xbox One, they should have put the best foot forward about gaming and then as a plus talked about how people can integrate their music tv movies and stuff into that um with i mean xbox has gotten better with backwards compatibility cross-platform promoting cross-platform um game pass integrating game pass uh, having game pass and gold be bundled together having free to play be free to play because before you needed gold to play free to play games um but xbox was, has changed that like, you know no if even if you don't have gold if it's free to play it's free to play and that's 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 a customer first mentality That's consumer-friendly mentality. I don't know. If I'm honest, I think this this presentation um, happening in two weeks, I think it's gonna be ass. I do. I think it's. I think it's gonna be real bad. Um, because last year it was bad. The year before that it was bad. Um, and I'm. I just. I just. I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling, but I'm always hopeful. That's the thing. I always, I always want them to succeed. They just never do. They should announce another Bioshock game. They should announce another um, Fallout game. Yeah, so much stuff they can do, but that's just me. Well, I think I've said all that I needed to say. Um, please let me know what you think. Is there a game that you're excited for? Is there a game that you wish they would um, announce or make or enhance, remaster? Um, what do you think uh, the presentation is going to be like? Do you think it's going to be asked? Do you think it's going to be great? Are you just you know, impartial. Um, tell me what you think. Tell me what you're, what, tell me what the game that you're like the most impressed by. Um, yeah. Yeah. Share your thoughts. Share with me. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening and I'll talk to you guys again next time. Maybe I'll do like a post presentation talk. Um, to that, yeah, I could do that. Well, then again, it'll just be reiterating, reiterating everything I said here. So maybe not. But, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to call it. So, yeah, if you got this far in the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time. Bye!